Hi guys, welcome back to Love You by Pod. What's up? Welcome back, back on the mics. Happy Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this app. We are so excited to be back on the mics. We've had um, a couple of crazy past few days and crazy and exciting. Um, Kenneth's losing her mind about this one thing. So why don't you tell them what what's going on? Well, I don't want to take credit because it was your idea, but like I'm beside myself about how like you have such amazing creative, creative ideas and you like, I feel like don't give yourself credit as much as you should about them. Like they're just so fun. And Maggie had this beautiful, wonderful idea to go like around to our friends in Nashville, their houses and pass out little lovey by goodie packages. And so we spent the past few days baking cookies, baking muffins and decorating them and having so much fun recording the entire process. And we've been driving around Nashville, ding dong ditching our friends. Yes. Um, and when Kenna, when it's Kenna's turn to go put the fucking treats at the door, she bangs so fucking loud on their door. It's literally so late. And one of our friends literally was about to call the police and was texting Mm -hmm. their landlord, like, please help. We're really scared. We don't know who's at the door. So that was um, something that happened. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, we are very scared. And she sent us a screenshot of like the text that she sent after and a picture of our goodies. And she was like, oh my God. Like they literally had one of their brothers come and circle the building to see if there was anyone outside. I'm like, guys, it was just us but we'll for sure post the video of that yeah we have to it's been so fun though like i just i feel like it's the holiday it's the holiday season it's time to give back and like mackie and i are gonna expense this shit right yeah we're putting it on the blue vine aka our shared bank account we have a shared we're literally adults we have a shared bank account what is life it's so scary. But um, you guys, today we have on an amazing guest once again. His name is Todd. Todd Anderson, that is. He's a sleep expert, local to Nashville. He's a married man. He He's about 35 years old. Is that what he told us? Yeah, I think he's 35. Okay. Um, he's literally a married king, which is like crazy to us, but like we love it. Married to an Olympian, Katie well, Hoff. Which like is even crazier. Like how the fuck do you meet an Olympian? Yeah, he explains how he met her in the episodes. You guys will have to listen. And then, yeah, he just moved to Nashville, but he's lived in super cool places throughout his life. He's a former college athlete, played football at Michigan State, I believe. And he played pro. And he played pro. Okay. shit, now I'm like, I'm literally the worst because I don't remember what team it was. I don't either, but... And then he recently started a company with two other people called dream recovery, which we are just obsessed with because we are obsessed with dreaming and everything that comes along with that. <laughs> okay. Let's back up a second. Mackie is obsessed with her sleep and like we, we all should be like, I love my sleep too, but Mackie is like deeply obsessed with her sleep in such a way that like she has to wear a eye mask every single night to be able to sleep. And we really dive into this with Todd and he tells us why eye masks are um, important and why even mouth tape, which I had been like, what the fuck? I'm never putting tape over my mouth. And I still kind of am that way. I haven't tried it. Mackie tried it. Loved it. I think. Loved it. I I haven't used it again, Todd. Sorry. Um, But maybe tonight in honor of the episode dropping, I'll put that baby back on my mouth. It was super interesting to hear Todd's POV when it comes to dating and relationships. And, you know, as a married man, he has some great insight for you single kings and queens out there. Yeah, I think that I I learned a lot uh, from Todd and he had great, great advice that really uh, we're going to use to our everyday life. So thanks for coming on, Todd and to the listeners. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will talk to you guys soon. Love you. Bye. What's up, guys? We're back at it again. Um, today, we have another guest, Todd Anderson. Um, we are so excited to learn more about him and everything that he is doing in Nashville. So welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. Stoked to be here. Oh, my gosh. Yay. <laughs> so you guys, Todd is like not a normal type of person you would see going on Love You by Pod, right? Like he is, I mean, <laughs> he's now. just like, why? Because like when we're looking at your brand, it's like not really matching with the pink and girliness, but we're so stoked to have you, obviously. You'd be surprised. I'm a softy at heart. Oh, you are? Okay. Big time. He loves pink at heart. So, Todd, will you give listeners just a little bit of background on who you are and like how you 
came to be here in Nashville. I mean, it's been a journey. I mean, yeah. I'll go back and Kyle, I went to Michigan State in, okay. in Michigan, played football. Nice. What position? I was a fullback. Fullback. So uh, you get hit in the head a lot if I say anything stupid. You can blame that. Oh. Fullback, you pretty much just run into people as hard as you can. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Do you know what a fullback yeah. is? Do you know um, which position is, that is? Is that for defense? No. no. You, it's you on get a offense. 50-50 chance. But okay. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Are no, you I actually do. Dude, I, dude. I, I know most of the. I know most of okay, the positions. I know a wide know. receiver. I know a tight end. I know a running back. No, I know a running back. It's a running back. It's I like feel like it's more like a running back. Right I behind feel like the quarterback. The only reason why I guess defense is because I felt like I know most of the offensive positions, but I guess I didn't. So fullback comes in like at different times when the running back takes a break. The fullback will come in for like short amount of yards. Oh, wow. yes. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty okay, impressed. Okay, sports clean. Where did you go to school? Tennessee. Oh, okay. Um, but the but reason? favorite school. Really? I went to Tennessee, Alabama game when I was 11, oh. and I was, like, obsessed with Tennessee. So, Michigan, my dad went to Michigan State, grew up a Michigan State fan my whole life, but Tennessee was number two for no sure. No way. Go Vols. Yeah. Always. Oh I'm obsessed. Um, I want to say the reason that I know about fullback is my brother and my boyfriend in high school were played fullback oh. in high school. Go. Okay, cool. So, you played football at Michigan State. Um, and then after I, I was with the Rams for a little bit. Oh, yep. no way. Yep. Yep. We're in St. Louis. So this is, I'm old. So this is, how old are you? They went to I'm LA. 35. You're 35. Yeah. Oh, how old did you think God, I was? no way. Wait. I was going to say like 20 or I, mean, I guess you're married. So I was probably going to say like early thirties, maybe 30. I appreciate that. Cause we went to dinner with Hannah Brown and she guessed I was 38 when I was, um, we went to my birthday dinner. She guessed that you were 38. 38. Wait, oh. how did you meet her? Uh, at Sean and Andrew, Sean Johnson, Andrew East House. Uh, and how did you meet them? Like you're just coming into Nashville and friends with yeah, yeah. Sean uh, Johnson well, so, and Hannah so Brown. My wife um, swam in the 08 Olympics, and so Sean was obviously there. Yeah, we actually have a ton in common. So like Andrew played football, I played football, and kind of hit it off. And even like Andrew pr- proposed to Sean at a baseball game and I proposed to Katie at a baseball game. Oh my gosh. Okay. I followed them. I followed them for a few years, um, in like high school and college, like with their family and everything. They have a cool story. So they're amazing people. Yeah. I mean, they're salt of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. You've met Sean before, right? Yes. Yes. I have. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty good friends and great to hang. Yeah. I love it. So how long have you been in Nash? Uh, eight months. Okay. Yeah. It's a pretty good amount. Yeah. Wait, when did you move here and why? Uh, we moved here in um, March, beginning of March. Okay. We almost moved. Up. Well, so we were in COVID hit. We were in New York City, crazy. No, horrible, you have to like bad. Yeah. And uh, so we went back to Michigan just to like have more space and stuff. My family's from there. We want to have kids soon. It hasn't happened. So we were going to move to Austin just because Michigan just was not the vibe. And um, got to, you know we have some good friends here in Nashville. And I don't know Nashville has like that like you know little southern hospitality. I feel like people are very genuine here. Yeah. In in Austin, I got a little more of that LA like everyone has an angle vibe, which I hate. You know I want I love community. I love you know real relationships and yeah. Um, like I said, I'm a softie, so this just oh. built the mold, the mold a little bit more. Okay, so also, I we travel it. a ton, and it's like right in the middle of everything, yeah. which is yeah. great. Yeah. True, like you're not going to have longer than like a four hour flight. No, and that, even LA is like three forty five, three yeah, thirty. Nice. New York's like an hour fifteen. Yeah. So, and the time that you moved to Nashville, like, what type of jobs were you guys doing to allow you to just like move from city to city? Yeah. So I. Um, so I have two companies. Okay. So one is with my wife and, and we do like, um, it's so in swimming, it's called dry land. So pretty much anything out of the water, uh, you know, strength conditioning, sleep, nutrition, all that stuff. We support swim teams throughout the United States. We have like thousands of swimmers throughout the United States. We have an app and, you know, we, we oh, help wow. swimmers perform at a high level. Yeah. Wow. And, and then, so was this, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So was this something that while she was the an athlete of yeah. swimming, like that she wished that she had yeah, until she thought it, about it? Yeah, I think, um, so I started, you know, we got together and at the end of her career, I started actually training her like in the strength conditioning space and uh, she ended up having a- Wait, is that how you guys met? No, we met. So I was training for pro day, which is like the NFL combine. Right. She was training for 2012 Olympics and we had the same strength conditioning coach. What's, we, what state in Naples, were you guys in? Naples, Florida. Okay. And okay. so we, you know, we stayed friends. She had a boyfriend. I had a girlfriend or I wasn't, uh, you know, I was just single and we stayed in touch <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, uh, and 
you know, like maybe six months later, she got sick during trials, didn't make it. And I had a month off and I was like, you know, I felt really bad for her. I was like, come visit. You know, you say like, hey, come visit. Like, we're not doing anything. We're just going out, having a good time. Yeah. Like, and you kind of like throw it out there. And she's like, no, I'm going to come. And when you're in college, like people don't just like get on flights and like come for the weekend. No. But Katie, <laughs> she's been a professional athlete for like, you know, a long time at this point. Like she would jump on flights all the time. So she showed up, she came and we hit it off. And, uh, so now she had broken up with the boyfriend, I guess, or she yeah, hadn't I didn't even yet. realized that. I literally was just, just inviting her right, as, like, like, a, as friend. a friend. And I was actually like dating this girl until the day before she came and we got in like this argument and kind of <gasps> broke it off. And perfect. Wait, <laughs> hold yeah, on back yeah. up. So you were dating this girl and you were like, come visit. I literally, it was literally just like, a, like I, we were good oh, friends. I was like, yeah. friend. no, we were good friends. I was like, for, we have, I have a great friend group. We're going out. Like it will distract you. Actually, the plan was like, I was going to stay with my girlfriend and she was going to stay at, at, yeah. in my bed. Uh, it's probably totally. like, okay. you know, guy friends, you know. Oh, okay. okay like, no, I was literally like, you know, they were one, training I had a together. ton of respect right. for what you're doing. And two, like, it sucks. I understand like you, you had anticipation of being on the Olympic team. Now you're home. All your friends are on the team. Right. And yeah. So just come so hang out, like, take your mind nice. off it. Like yeah. come party a little bit where Michigan State's a great time, great schools so like fun. Tennessee. Yeah. And so then we when did you break up with the old girlfriend? Literally like the day before. It was like it was oh kind of like rough and then you know, we had some disagreements and it was just like whatever. Like okay. and it was for the better. We're we're still friends. It's what's your wife's deal. name? Katie. Katie. Hoff. Okay, so then Katie when Hoff. did you and Katie well, start? Katie Anderson, but I told her she shouldn't change her name. She changed her name because I thought, you know, she's known oh. as Katie Hoff in this Katie Hoff. Yeah. And it's like people well. know her from the Olympics. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that didn't bother me. I, I was like, you That's should just so keep your old name. But Yeah. Cool. So, Sean Johnson, did she keep hers, by the way? Uh, she did. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, right. she's just going back like to Sean Johnson, Johnson East. East I, yeah, I think she did the same thing. My yeah. wife does the same where she'll say like Katie Hoff Anderson because yeah. it's yeah. a little confusing for people. When you're literally famous. Wow. Yeah. Okay, wait, She's what way did you just than ask? Me, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> we need to have her on. Yeah. Definitely. Oh my Definitely. god. Oh my gosh. Wait. Okay, so you were just asking how long like when Katie came to Michigan State that weekend, did you guys like hit it off immediately? Or did yeah. you like meet well, back up later? We definitely hit it off, but you know, she had to obviously go back and she was living in Naples and I was going to St. Louis for camp and so we didn't I didn't really know. Um, <laughs> where it was headed. Right. But you guys were still talking as friends? But no, no. Like, to be honest, at that point, like, it, it was something I had never felt before. Right. Like, it, it, when I, you know, you know. Definitely. Like, you know. Like, boom. That's what Even people, though- people always ask me and they're like, ah, you know, I don't know if this person, if, if they're the one, we've been dating for six months. I'm like, you're not going to learn anything new after six months. Like, at that point, like, you, you, you 100% know. I don't know if that relates to anybody. I'm not trying to say anything, but you know, it, 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 you should be, you, you almost have to hold it back to, yeah. to get married because you're so excited. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think that's true. Like the last, like Kenzie that we had on the podcast, like she's literally like, she, we, we think it's crazy. She got, she met her boyfriend and got married in nine months. And we're like, what, why? And she's like, dude, no, like That's I hundred percent like want to do it, and yeah. I feel like it happened in the olden days too more often, like with grandparents. Definitely, or like well, our grandparents. You know, I think after six months, like within six months time, you should know if you want to marry say, after know, six months. This is different. This I can agree though. with we with that. We you know we hit it off, and then I ended up getting released, and I moved in with her with th- like pretty pretty much three months in. Oh, so no. it was an accelerated process. In? It wasn't. It, we moved in because I went back to work at this strength conditioning facility and learn. And it was in the same, it was in Naples. We both didn't know anybody. So it was okay. more of like a, I rented this place for a year. You might as well just like stay, come stay with yeah. me. It wasn't like a moving in. We didn't view it as like moving in together. Right. But, so it, I would say it accelerated. When I say that six months, yeah. like it accelerated the process. So maybe that's not true for like the, the normal I relationship, see. but where we were at within six months, there wasn't much more we were going to learn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause you were living together. But okay. really regardless, the, the excitement should be still building at the six months. Yeah. Right. Point, yeah. You know? like, I want to get married right yeah. now. Yeah. Or like, at least like, I'm really excited want- where this is going. Yeah. yeah. If there's any questioning, it's like, well, it's probably. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Inspired Designs Jewelry. If there's one thing about us, it's that we wear our gold basket hoops. We wear them every day and everywhere that we go. And you guys, listen to this. So we love this brand so much, we even got to design our own collection with them. 
You guys can go check out our collection at idoriginals.com. And for 20% off, use our code. Love you, bye. That's L-O-V-E-Y-O-U-B-Y-E. And you guys can also find the link to their website in our bio. Love you, bye. Bye. So what we were talking about before was the six months. You guys moved in three yeah. months into knowing each other and dating. And you knew, and you, you, wanted- knew you wanted to marry her. Definitely. Yeah. And so eventually she ended up making it to the Olympics after you guys started No, no, dating? so she'd already been to two. Oh, yeah. but I thought you said she didn't make the trials. Yeah, so was- she went to 04. She went to 04. She was 15 years old. Wow. Yeah. What? One of the youngest ever. I know it's crazy. I was. I always tell her, I'm like, you were literally like signing contracts with Visa and and United Airlines. I was like trying to get my first kiss. Oh my god! You know, when yeah. you think about that literally. as a fifteen year old, it's like that is so young. Wait, are you guys the same age? Uh, she's a year younger. Okay. Yeah. When? Well, how old were you when you guys met? Uh, I was twenty two, twenty three. Okay. When did you get married? Which is like young, but also we had been through a lot. You know, she's lived by herself. She lived in. I mean, yeah, she's an Olympian. LA, you know, I played football. So I feel like we were 23, 22, but, you know, had some big years packed in. You were mature. Yeah. You guys have been through through life experiences rather than just like. Yeah, for sure. College or something. I'd say more than most. Yeah. At that point. Okay. So when did you guys get married? Uh, We got married. I was 26. Okay. So it was, uh, yeah. So we're coming up 10 years in. like a year and a half. Ten years. Wow. So we're doing a ten year. So like the the day after our wedding, we we're like that was the best day of our life. It was so much fun. We want to do like how can we do it again? So we booked the ten year anniversary, same venue, inviting everybody who's there, inviting everyone we met. So you guys are invited. And uh, yeah, it's it, so we got married. Um, the reception was the top floor of Spartan Stadium. So like. Like imagine this football stadium. The top floor is a big banquet hall suite, and so oh my gosh, yeah, year it's and a half we're going to do the ten year anniversary. That's oh my gosh! So have you guys as long sent as I don't mess it up, you know what I mean? Yeah, right now, huh? yeah. Hopefully not. Have you guys sent out like the invitations? No, we'll probably do like a, I guess like a six month prior. Oh my gosh! So do you? Is actually everybody who was at y'all's original wedding? Gonna be invited. There's yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure no there's a few people. Not there's, invited there's, anymore. there's one guy that uh, that just no showed it that won't be invited. Oh um, shit! So we won't name any names, but oh. And then you guys traveled like from city to city together. Yeah, so we lived in Naples for a bit, and then um, we moved to Miami, South Beach, and she was training University of Miami. She was going to make a comeback in swimming in the 2016 Olympics, and she ended up getting a pulmonary embolism, blood clot in her lungs. Uh uh-uh. uh yeah, which is like a one in three chance that you die instantly. Where were so you guys? We were, were you we with were, her? We were at Nationals. She was swimming in Nationals in Irvine, California, and literally like passed out face down in, on the the hotel floor. It was crazy. Were you in the hotel? Yeah, no, and, and I was. We were we weren't even engaged or anything, and and so like it was heavy for me. You know, I'm her boyfriend. Do we call an ambulance? Do we not? If you call an ambulance, you DQ from this meet, which sounds crazy. But as an athlete, that's all you really care about. You don't think anything serious, serious is happening, and so. Yeah, and ended up like getting misdiagnosed for six six weeks, and that's crazy. Shit. And uh, but it, you know, a lot of good came from it. Like she ended up working with Zarelto Johnson and Johnson, wow. and she did a lot of their commercials. And now she's um, she's uh, spoken on Capitol Hill for for blood clot fundraising to raise awareness. Like blood clots, you know, are, are a huge issue, and there's not a lot of funding. And so she's been do, she's been able to do amazing things. She's now she's a spokesperson for the National Blood Clot Alliance. So she just ran the New York City Marathon in, in their honor. Damn, so. you're married to a queen. Holy oh, shit, Katie! Hello. I'm just, I'm just trying to hold on, hold on. Yeah, is she gonna right. listen to this? Definitely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Katie, we're obsessed with you. <laughs> we need to meet. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. What a badass. That's amazing. Um, what a like, what? I just feel like being in the Olympics, like, is so crazy, so cool. And it, like, not to say it like sets you up, but like, I just feel like you're good to go yeah. once you meet that accomplishment well, because I mean, you're she was so- even like an extra like, caliber. So, so she won two times, which is super rare. She won, um, USOC, so the United States Olympic Committee Sportswoman of the Year twice. So that means she was the top athlete of all sports winter sports summer summer sports every single sport 
She was the number one female athlete two times, which is pretty rare. What? Wow. I think like the only other people to do it was like Lindsey Vaughn and I don't know if anyone else has done it twice. I'm wow. not sure. Okay. What stroke does she swim? It's kind of all. So she she still has the American record in the 400 AM, which is all. The, she all still the, has it? Still has it, which is 10 years old. And but she had the world record in the 400 AM. Um, you know, she won five events at trials. She was, she's the only, I still think, she, I think she's the only person to this day to, she qualified for every single event at trials, which is rare because sprints, distance. Yeah. So. Holy cow. Yeah. What's her she's favorite savage. Um, I feel like we're interviewing Katie now. Same. Yeah, I can, I can be the liaison, but uh, <laughs> I, I mean, she was, she likes breaststroke the best, yeah. but I feel like freestyle is probably her best just because, you know, that's what you do the most. Yeah. Right. Most practice. Wow. Incredible. It was wild though. Our, our wedding uh, had like, I don't know, on her side, there was like 13 medals in the in the wedding party. So That's incredible. And we just had a bunch of meatheads on the guy side. Yeah. A bunch of football Wait, players. will you yeah. tell us how you proposed? Sorry, take yeah, a Yeah, so we were in Miami and we were good friends with um, the guy who owns the Tampa Bay Rays, the baseball team. And so I had this like elaborate plan. So I planted it and I had him ask her to throw out the first pitch, which isn't that weird. She's done it before for other teams. So um, I get a group of friends. We're like, Katie's going to throw out the first pitch. We go up there. So her not knowing, I invited my parents, her parents. They were in the hotel staying and she didn't know. So I would like text them like, hey, we're about to leave the room. Like stay in the room. You know, oh, like coordinating oh my it. gosh. So they, they had her go out and um, throw out the first pitch. It's on YouTube. It's cool. And, and she's like staring at home plate. And they told her to stare at home plate. Don't, you know, don't look away till we give you the signal. And she's very like detail oriented or if you tell her to do something, she's going to do it. So yeah. she's staring. And then I ran from center field. So like I'm on the jumbotron. She has no idea what's going on. And they were, they were um, doing like her bio and they were like Katie Hoff, you know, eight time world champion, all this stuff. And then they started to like go into like, she met her boyfriend Todd in, in Naples and like details. And she was kind of like, what? why are they talking about all this stuff? And then she turned around and I was on a knee and it was cool. Oh my God. We've got to go watch the video yeah. after this. Have to. We can link it too. Yeah, we'll link yeah, it. That it is there. so oh cute. God, incredible. Yeah. That's a cute idea. I can't tell if I want a like big but, engagement or not. So, so like two weeks prior, you know, I was kind of like trying to like pry a little bit. And she was like, we were at a, like, I think we we're at a baseball game. Or we saw one and, and someone proposed, you know, like when it says like, will you marry me? Yeah. Right. In the crowd. She's like, oh, I would never want to get proposed to at a game like that. And I was like. And you're already planning not it? Not even if it was like special, you know, like because it's different <laughs> to like have it just on the jumbo trying and like that situation. Yeah. Right. And so I kept trying to ask questions of like, well, what if it, you know, like trying to like see and I was like, well, what's happening? So like we're going to see what happens. But she loved it. Oh, yeah. My God. She doesn't want the generic like, right. you know. Like that's so cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like no matter what, the girl ends up like just so happy. No yeah. matter what, because well, they love them. They don't want to. The, I mean, the when they say no, those are some cringy videos. Oh, so shit. I literally never see the news. Me either. I mean, if, get on TikTok. And, t- get on TikTok and look it up. It's it airs your soul. I have a coworker that said no and was proposed to in front of a crowd at a baseball game. I mean, I think in that setting, you just have to say yes. Yeah. You just say yes, and you just like you figure it out. You afterwards. have to. Like it hurts. No, they're bad. I, so I just bad. can't imagine these men getting down on their knee when like you don't they know. haven't talked about it, or like maybe they have. And you know, like we—I mean, we talked about it, but like she was—I intentionally kind of like made it seem like it was going to be a, a while because I wanted it to be kind of a surprise. Like, so fun. she was not expecting no, it. Definitely taken off guard, but the idea of it, we, I was hundred percent sure she was going to say yes, because right. we had discussed certain things, like, but the timeline your future. was way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And I would oh like say God. stuff like I'm starting like a fund for the ring. I'm going to save up, you know? Yeah. And, Can't yeah. wait to meet her. Yeah. Are we coming over for dinner? Sauna. Sauna cold plunge. Oh, oh sauna, sauna cold, cold plunge. plunge. Yeah. God. I want to try I that little the cold duo. Plunge. Oh, that's <laughs> we, I mean, we probably it. met 90% of our friends through sauna cold plunge. Through just like having them over? To yeah, do sauna cold plunge? We have a sauna guest book. It's like leather. You take it. We have a um, Polaroid. Take a picture. Like you sign it. We have like Shut tons up. of people. Oh my God. We have to go. Yeah, we have Except to. I've yeah. never done a cold plunge before. So but I'm we terrified. have to do it because it's, we should do it like wrong. a Sunday morning of like hangover. This Sunday. Okay. 
So, okay, wait, now <laughs> we're talking about cold plunging. I need to know more about your brand, Dream yeah. Recovery. Yeah. Great segue. Thank you, Mackie. Yeah. yeah. Um, will you tell everyone how that started? Yeah. So I've been in like the sleep world for like six years, may have been speaking on it and doing things like that, teams and corporations. And I get asked questions about what products do I use? Like, and I never had a great answer. And so I was like, why don't we do it ourselves? And that was pretty much it. Go ahead. Oh, I have a question. Okay. So wait, how did you even get into sleep six years ago? Yeah. So, so I, I was in the strength conditioning world. I worked with a lot of different types of people and I started working for Equinox, which is a, like a very high end. Fitness. Oh yeah. yeah. Been on the, it's it's bougie. On the, yeah. Corporate side, yeah. did a lot of education stuff with them. And, and I got to, you know, meet a ton of amazing people. And I met Dr. Jennifer Martin out of UCLA and trained with her and spent some time with her. And, um, you know, I always have loved helping people. Like it, it's, it's what, I mean, anyone in the strength conditioning space and training and health wellness, like that's kind of what drives you. And I realized like if you really truly want to help somebody increase their quality of life, if you can, if you can help their sleep, like they're going to feel like a new person. And so that just really drove me. And this was before like sleep was like a hot topic. This was, you know, this was, you know, six years ago, like you figure that's like 2017, like that nobody, like I would, um, get booked to talk to a corporation about sleep. And they were like, how long do you need? Like 15 minutes. And I'm like, no, it's like an hour. And they're like, you can talk an hour on sleep. Fast forward. Now everybody's, you know, everybody's talking about it. So Big this thing, was kind yeah. of before the wave. And, um, yeah, I just, I just quickly realized like I would get messages from people and just how much it, it impacted their life and how much better their life got. And that was so motivating because nobody was talking about it. And mm -hmm. so now like, you know, it's a rarity to have a business and, and, um, also like help people. I feel like that's tough to do sometimes and really feel good about what you're doing. So like when we get messages from people, it, it's so fulfilling to, to not, not only like have fun on the business side and yeah. build a business and a brand, but also like help people and, and provide things that are really like, you know, make people feel better. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So is your, so it's called dream recovery. Is yeah. that right? Yep. So is it like, is the main thing that you're doing in dream recovery selling the products? Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Yeah. So my speaking stuff and all that I've been doing for a while. So this is strictly like the, the product the side of things. The products. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Todd is so sweet, you guys, and brought us mm. eye masks to sleep in and a pillowcase and mouth tape. And yes. here's the thing. I don't do any of those things, but Mackie has to sleep with an eye mask. And we were talking about this when he came in, but like, I don't, I, I just like, can you explain more? Like what, what is the eye mask doing? Yeah. I mean, so I was the same way. Like I didn't use an eye mask in, until about maybe four years ago. And it's not so much the eye mask, I think. So obviously light impacts your sleep a ton, right? And it's hard to get a fully blacked out room. You'd be surprised even with shades like, you know, normal shades and you put them down. Like you think it's pretty black, but it's not fully blacked out. So that's one part. Like light definitely makes a difference. But I think the biggest thing is just the psychological trigger of like, okay, it is like time to go to bed. And especially like wow. people in, in younger ages, college kids have a huge um, issue and, and the, the masks are so beneficial because it's a trigger of like, okay, like you're not on your phone anymore. You're not, on, not all watching TV. Like you're not just talking, hanging out. Like it's bedtime. And once like you get that routine, you fall asleep so fast and you can probably attest to that. Yes. You guys, I'm obsessed with eye masks. Like I haven't slept without one unless I'm like so drunk and probably like <laughs> so five years, four or five days this week. You slept with that one. <laughs> There's no, but seriously, <laughs> when Mackie like doesn't have an eye mask, she'll like steal one of my t-shirts and like wrap them around it. her head. I have door-dashed like, eye mask because I forgot it before. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'm addicted to them. It, okay, so like the dark, the darkness helps yeah. a lot. And like, I think that's true. I never thought about it. Like when it's, because it'll be just on my forehead while I'm on my phone falling yep. asleep. And then but, like, I can feel it on there and then I just pull it down. Done. And it's like, out. yes. But I also oh think that I like the pressure, not one that's too tight. Sometimes I get scared of it. Mm -hmm. If I make it too tight, I'm like, am I going to like actually die because of like blood no, or something? But, but um, I like the pressure like on my, yeah. I don't know, my whole head. So our, our whole like philosophy mm -hmm. is basically to take these products and like max out their quality. Yeah. So like, uh, what, what do you know any brands that you've used before? 
Like literally like the Amazon one. So silk is definitely the best material for your skin. So silk is a natural material. It's made by worms, which is weird. But Whoa, that is weird. Yeah, it's very dense. Like worms, like basically, yeah, it's almost like a spider where it produces the silk and you in its string. And so um, silk is like a very dense material. And because it's not like cotton, it doesn't absorb moisture. So like all that natural oil and moisture on your skin and the lotions you put on, you want that to stay in your skin. So silk is definitely the best material. So what we did is like we went and we we're like, where can we get the best possible silk you can find? And that's where we make our pillowcase. The pillowcase is sick, but the pillowcase and the mask are the same material. And so, so silk is like gold where it's, it's rated on a scale of zero to 30 mm-hmm. and like 24 karat gold is the highest. And so 30 mummy is like the carrot basically. Yeah. 30 mummy silk is the highest quality silk you can get, meaning it's the most dense and like most um, pure silk. And so all of our stuff is 30 mummy. And so most of most of the stuff you see is like six out of thirty. Oh my god! And so you'll feel a difference. And then we we also use like silver ion threading, which is the same as Lululemon, so it eliminates any odors or scents or anything like that. I literally cannot wait to put on the yeah. pillowcase, eye mask, and it's what 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 is the tape? The tape stresses me out. Yeah, a the tape bit. really stresses okay, me out. So I mean, the tape is so by far our best selling product, like Ooh. no doubt. What? If you watch Skinny Confidential, they're all about the mouth tape. But do I are you using I, Dream Recovery mouth tape? The, we have a, we have a package on the way to them. We'll see. But Ugh, um, my friend so. Jesse was just on their podcast. But um, wait, you guys, how do you breathe? Like I don't. So, what if you have a stuffy nose? Okay, so this is the thing: the more you breathe out of your mouth, the more you get congestion through your nose. So when you breathe out of your mouth, it triggers your brain to think there's too much carbon dioxide in your nose. So it basically shuts your nose down and gets congested. So you have to train your no- your your body to breathe out of your nose. What if you have a cold? Well, then you don't use it. Okay. Like, okay. But okay. other than that, so but basically, like like nasal breathing is the most efficient, safe. Not, I mean, nasal breathing is the most efficient, healthiest way to breathe. It filters the air, it moisturizes the air. It it's um, for like per volume, you take in more oxygen than through your mouth. Your mouth you can get more volume in. So like when you're out of breath or doing high intensity stuff, you definitely need to breathe through your mouth. But your nose is is the way to breathe when you're at rest. So the mouth tape just ensures that's happening. But over the years, like we've more and more people breathe through their mouth and they sleep. So if you snore, like that's not something to ignore. Like that's that's an issue for sure. What? Yeah, no, I'm I'm serious. But when you're sleeping with somebody and they're sleeping with their mouth open, snoring, it is. N- yeah, I know it's bad. I think I only snore when I'm drunk. De- oh, that definitely makes it worse. But yeah, that's true. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like so. I'll give you an example of like my story with mouth tape. So there's a book called breath with Dr. James or not doctor, but James Nestor wrote it. And it's an amazing book. It, it, it sounds boring, but it's actually really entertaining. What is it called? Breath. breath. And breath. so it just talks about the benefits of nasal breathing and how insanely beneficial it is. So I read it. I started mouth taping way back in the day. The first time I mouth taped, uh, Katie was on a trip. Like she was speaking somewhere came home and I started it and didn't tell her. So like I'm taping my mouth and she was like walking like midnight, like what is happening? <laughs> so did he talk about it in the breath book? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did so, you just use like what kind of tape the first time, by the way? Uh, there's like some, there used to be like these like crappy Amazon ones, but Amazon had, had now has banned all mouth tape because the adhesives are sketchy and people are breaking out. And so ours are all medical grade, you know, us adhesives. Like okay. The top of the line. But Wow. So I started doing this. I'm like, I feel like so much better. Like I, I wake up less. I, um, I wake up more refreshed. I only wake up like one time in the night. And like, you know, when you wake up and you feel like awesome, when you yeah. wake up, you're like, I felt I, I was out. Yeah. That's why I felt every day. And so, oh you know, God. fast forward a couple of years till maybe two months ago, I'm like, let's figure out actually what's going on here. So I did two clinical sleep studies. I did one with mouth tape and one without mouth tape. When I didn't have the mouth tape, I stopped breathing 85 times throughout the night. Were you wearing like a watch or something? No, it's this whole, oh, it's a whole clinical setup. Like, like chest strap, you know, nasal plugs. At your house? Uh, Yeah, they ship it to you. It's like a whole thing. It's a kid. And they send it to a doctor. Yeah, it's a whole legit thing. So (gasps) I stopped breathing 85 times, uh, diagnosed with moderate sleep apnea, recommended CPAP, the whole thing. And I slept good my whole life. I, I sleep eight hours. I don't snore. I was breathing through my mouth. I didn't know it. I, you, don't, you don't know any better. You only have your own, like, you don't have anyone else's perspective. You only slept as you. Right. And so 
I do it with the mouth tape, I only had eight disturbances the entire night, which is less than the average person. And was like perfect night's sleep, way more REM sleep, way more deep sleep. Like everything was great. So, so the problem is like, wow. people don't know that they breathe through their mouth and it's for different reasons, but like, you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You don't really know how good you could feel because you've only been yourself. Right. Wow. No, I'm, I'm down to try the tape. So because... the pink tape, I brought you guys a pink tape. So we donate, uh, 5% to like breast cancer awareness, breast cancer research. Okay. And then uh, we try to link up with like charities. I love that. Tapes. Love that's, that. That's important. If I ever start a business, remind me to do that. We did start a business. Oh. I mean, so, another business. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, Let's not let me back. We'll have the opportunity soon. Yeah. <laughs> or once we start making money, let me know. And God we'll, damn. Uh, After this we'll, podcast. we'll start sending some percentage. Um, okay. I'm down to try the tape. Um, it's stress. Like, what if, like, would you recommend it? Is there anyone you wouldn't want to use it? Like somebody who's yeah, I mean, old or something? Yeah. So anybody with, you know, obviously like a, a severely deviated septum or like you can't breathe through your nose or cardiovascular issues, always talk to your doctor, but if you can sit there, think about this. Like if someone plugs your nose, like let's say you're sleeping and someone like plugs your nose, you wake up instantly. So people are always nervous about it. And it is, it's weird. Like it's not a normal thing, Yeah. but your body like will react. And if you're able to relax enough to fall asleep, you're, you're good. Right. So I usually right. recommend like put it on and go for a walk and just to kind of like prove to yourself that you're fine or just hang out, watch TV. And, and so you'll realize you're definitely fine, but you can psych yourself out. Yeah. But like my wife, for example, like, you know, she's an athlete and she's done. I mean, she, we used to sleep in an altitude tent. Like they would take the oxygen. It's a huge thing over a bed, take the oxygen out of the air. So like it would increase my blood cells. Like we've done it all, but she's not like into that stuff. Like I love like health and wellness. I'll right. try anything. She, she's like, if I have a goal and a purpose, I'll do it. But I don't love that stuff. And Did I got, she use the tape? Well, so it took forever for her to try. I'm like, listen, like we have a company, like you need to like at least try it. Like, yeah. come on. So she tried it and and she won't sleep without it now. Mask and tape, like she sleeps so much better. She was a mouth breather. Like I would look at her in the night, you know, I'd go to the bathroom, come back, and she would be breathing like slightly out of her mouth. And I was like, I really think you should try it. And she kind of feels the same thing I did. So Dang. It, it's I mean, I have people that, you know, have this is one, my, my friend Dika is her name. And, and she, she had to take a nap every day. It was exhausted. 2 PM. She had to take a nap, start with the mouth tape, more energy than she's ever had. doesn't nap anymore. What? So, but if you're, because you're sleeping way when better. Your breathing is disturbed. Like you're not, you're not sleeping well. Like your Dude, body you is like stressed it. out. Oh my God, so. I'm so scared. No, you need to try. You're trying. We're putting on the pillowcase, the eye mask, and the tape on you tonight. Are it's you a serious? lot of ones. I yes. will say, though, with this stuff, like, so y you Wait. probably need a week because the oh. mask is kind of weird at first. Obviously, the tape is weird. And you, you, you think start with it. the mask or the tape? Um, I think. I think the mask is easier to start with. Yeah, I'm going to have to start with the mask. I cannot have tape over my mouth. But even guys. the mask, though, like a lot of people give up after like two nights because, you know, it's something on your face. It's weird. No. Dude, start with the mask. It, the only time it ever gets annoying is when you go somewhere and you don't have it. I keep one everywhere. Like in my backpack, in my purse, yeah. in my car. I've got to have it no matter where life takes yeah, me Yeah, a lot of night. people I know like they'll order like three and they'll have them like in their backpack at home. I'm just, I'm just excited to use the 30. I'll give you guys two. So. Whatever. Yeah, That's well, so nice. You really feel the silk on the pillowcase. Like it's. Oh, I'm excited. I have a silk pillowcase, but it's probably not as good as dream recovery. No, definitely not. Dude. He's using the, the, the best highest silk. one you can get. Can I feel it? Yeah. Go grab it. Go grab it. It is legit. I'm the type of guy too. If it was like, okay, yeah, can you just bring the box over? Yeah. If it was like, okay, I'd be like, it's a, it's not it's pretty good but no i feel bad that i was getting any off amazon that's so when did you start dream recovery uh march fresh wait what oh my yeah. gosh it's only been around for a little bit yeah wow so are you enjoying like two partners they're awesome guys oh you do yep uh, did you brothers. meet them i met them so i was working on the mouth tape they were they had the um the masks and they sent me some and we met and kind of hit it off and like their strengths and my strength were just very different. Um, and I'm not like an ops person and I just, I just like kind of hate that side of things. And are you more like a creative? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just, and I enjoy talking to people about it and, and you know, doing stuff, doing and stuff like this. And speaking. Yeah. And so, uh, we, like it just aligned really well. And, um, 
I mean, I'm super blessed. Like they're awesome guys. And, and it's, a, you know, you take a chance. Like when you partner someone in a business, like it's, it's a commitment and it could go south because we throw money in the mix too. Things get weird fast. Yeah. And like, they're just like, you know, just good human beings and uh, they love it. And, and uh, I wouldn't change anything. And I, I could have never done what we've done by myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Are they good. here in Nashville? No, they're in Boston, which is a challenge, but, um, you know, with you know how the world is now, it doesn't really jump, jump on a Zoom. I mean, I'm an in person person. Yeah, like I do love you know connecting people, but we make it work for sure. Okay. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. I love, I love that. I guess like moving from dream recovery, but just like in sleep, sleep in general. So, how many hours of sleep should you get a night? Mm, everyone's different. The the general uh, accepted recommendation in the medical world is a like minimum of seven hours. But they've done recent studies with people like especially your age that so they did they did a couple studies. They did one in Harvard, one in Japan. And um they, they take people in the lab and most of these people have been sleeping seven hours a night before. Put them in a the lab, let them get used to the lab, they sleep a couple of weeks, and they find their optimum amount of sleep, which is basically you, you have unlimited amount to sleep. When does your body naturally wake you up? And it came out to be about 8.6 hours, most of those wow. people, which is a lot longer than yeah. previously believed. Yeah. So, I mean, all that means is like, you know, some people think like there's this horrible culture of like, it, it, like sleep's this lazy thing, you know, it's like, it, it, you know, if you're sleeping nine hours, like you're not driven and you're not like, you know, hard worker and you're not trying to be successful, but like sleep's like very critical to being the best person you can be. So when you think about not being selfish and being driven and, and like pouring yourself into other people, like being a good spouse or, you know, what a friend, if you're not sleeping the right amount, like you really can't be a hundred percent of the friend you yeah. want to be. Like, it's just not going to happen. Your emotional intelligence goes down, your energy, your ability to, to read other people's emotion, you know, communication. So it's like, it's really a very unselfish thing. It's like it, it, committing to it. You'll actually, like people wow. will enjoy being around you more. You'll be more productive, but the, also people will be able to connect with you easier. I don't think people look at it that way, but I think a I lot think, of people don't, especially today, like people who are so driven or whatever. Yeah. That rise and grind mentality. It, it's really like, especially when people in, are in leadership roles as a coach or a business owner, or entrepreneur, it's actually really selfish to do that because you're like, listen, I'm, I'm, you're basically taking your stressors. Like I'm stressed about getting my work done, my business, like all these things. And you're saying, I'm going to sacrifice treating people well and communicating well for like alleviating my stress by cutting into my sleep. So it's a really backwards way to think, but you know, the, the data is pretty pure and it's hard to argue with that. Wow. Yeah. I oh, mean, I love sleep. my sleep. Oh, same. same. I love my sleep. What time do you go to sleep? Yeah, walk uh, us through a nighttime routine. Nighttime routine. So, uh, me and my wife, we do sauna every night, pretty much. How so, many? How long? Like 20 minutes or okay. a hot tub, one of the two, um, depending. In, in the cold weather, the hot tub is a little more relaxing. But yeah, any hot before bed is great. So, hot shower is great before bed. Really? I'm going to take one tonight. Definitely. Yeah. Same. Because, like, you have to cool yourself. <laughs> we down. don't have a sauna, but hot we'll shower. Do hot shower. But you want to, cool, you have to cool yourself down to go to, to fall, to get into your deep sleep cycles, your, your core body temperature has to drop, right? So when you heat yourself up, your body like overreacts by cooling yourself down rapidly. So you can get into that deep sleep faster. Love it. I'm oh following God. that. Yeah. And then make sure it's, it's pretty cool in your room for sure. You know, under 68 degrees, probably. <laughs> We had a huge debate about this. Who's wh who is that? Mom wants to keep like the temperature really cold in here. She wants to keep it at sixty-four. I say absolutely not. What do you want? Especially with seventy-two. I yeah. no, die. no. I didn't say Grandpa. seventy-two. I said seventy. Seventy or sixty-nine or seventy is the perfect temperature in the winter when it's cold. I mean, the best temperature for sleep is sixty-five, sixty-eight. Absolutely not. <gasps> yes, let's go lower for the but sleeping. But I'm saying though, this is my this is the thing though. Is like like your body has to be able to cool down. It's much easier to throw some extra covers on. Then, like, if, if you're yeah, too, but then I don't want to sleep in like fucking sweatpants. Like, I know you wrap up. If you're, if you're, too, if you're too hot, like, there's nothing your body can do to cool down, and you won't sleep as deep. But if you're too cold, it's easy to extra covers and all that stuff. She, she, she paid me to say this. Yeah. Before. 
Um, no. No, dude. I recently, if I'm cold while I'm sleeping, I take one blanket and literally put it underneath my comforter and wrap up a burrito style. That's quite, you got it. That's quite it. the scene. Yeah, it's quite the scene. I am okay, so, so serious about my sleep. Like this is so exciting. We like. No, I wait, we did not, we did so not finish the, oh, the, we did yeah, not yeah, finish the right, nighttime routine. You <laughs> sauna or you hot tub, and then what? Uh, then I usually mix up, I'll take uh, some magnesium, three and eight, by do we need symbiotica. To take my, That's my. Do we need to take that? Um, I'll give you some, yeah, you can try. Yeah, so I use magnesium three and eight, which was developed by some neuroscientists from MIT. And uh, yeah, I use a symbiotica, it's a vanilla, like, cream it's a it's, it's like a liquid which is great it's way easier oh god a but, liquid um, the, is it like in a little package that yeah, you like squeeze yep. yeah oh, it, i uh, had one of those it's, um magnesium three and eight was made specifically to help your brain it crosses the blood brain barrier easier uh, rather than other forms of magnesium so i take that at night and then i try to get in bed at um honestly like i like to go to bed at nine like get like head to bed it's 8 50 what are you yeah, gonna do i mean i got 10 minutes so i'm just oh kidding but like i'm probably asleep by 10 okay 10 10 30 i think that's fair what um, about the wake up alarm and a lot of people you know obviously you shouldn't have a screen in your in your ever in your bedroom but i will say like me and my wife like we watch a show or like you know we watch something at night and like that time is very like i love that time like we yeah. talk or like whatever so there's certain things when it comes to like health and wellness you have to be a human being in relationships are the most important part of wellness. And so that's like a non-negotiable for me. I always recommend not having a screen, but I wouldn't trade that time. Like it's first, like I, I cherish that time. So we do watch TV. It's not about the TV. It's just about the time. The time. The quality time. Sometimes, you know, the days are busy. I'm traveling. What Katie's traveling. Like, but you know, it's almost like a, a bubble, like, like the world stops and that like, 30 minutes yeah i can i can follow that i like that i love that okay do you, guys, do you spend any time like on social media before bed or no yeah yeah i will i mean i like i mean you know social media i feel like it's kind of a bad rap sometimes but I, i've had so much positive come from it i've connected with so many people i i stay in touch with so many people I it's don't, the best I, I think it is it is easy i, I understand the comparing thing and, and people getting kind of caught up in that but i feel like i've like the people I really care about, like like are people that are the share of the values I do. So like I don't see as much of that on social media. So yeah. I think because like you're not people, following. Yeah, like I don't think I, I. Yeah, the people that I'm like looking at their stuff consistently, like I don't get that vibe from a lot. So I would say I get ninety percent positive from social media. I, I say it boosts me more than anything else. I love to hear that because working in social media, I hear all the time people hate it so much and that it's the worst. But like, I think there's so many positive. I mean, it's like anything though. Like, it is what you make of it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, I love like, how you follow people that you love and cherish, and you have great relationships yeah. with. So you're not comparing in a negative way. It's like, you know, perhaps when people are following like the influencers, like that's yeah. where the comparing comes and maybe like some insecurity and sadness. But what's interesting is like, I think that, you know, with that comparing stuff and the influence and all that, like your algorithm is kind of like a, a reflection of what you're interested in. So you're almost like doing it to yourself yeah. by paying more attention to those people yeah. right? because your algorithm is going to feed you more of that. So, that's so true. it's kind of like, it's not the social media, like you're almost doing it to yourself. True. So yeah, I always I love like the, the ownership piece. I think ownership has been lost over the years, and okay. like you know taking responsibility for things like even that you know like the reason why you're getting fed the stuff that you're comparing yourself to is because you're spending more time staring at that, right? Yeah, so it's, you know it's, oh if, if you could just ignore that stuff, interesting, it would go away. I feel like you need to be a therapist. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Well, I think you have a platform where you can speak on yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah. Tom has like a lot of good advice on and off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I might say differently after a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so what time do you wake up? Um, usually 6.30. So oh, okay. like an eight hour. Like eight hours is perfect for me for sleep. Like 10.30 okay. to 6.30? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But like me and my wife, though, like we don't have a reason to like wake up early. Like, we'll, so you're not going to do anything at 630? Yeah. yeah I mean, we'll wake up and work out maybe. But, you know, sometimes, you know, both our schedules are kind of like all Craziness, over the place. Yeah. So I don't have a problem. Do with you guys work out at home? 
Uh, for the most part, I go to H Dub sometimes, um, but or I'll yeah. go to a random place. We'll go to Barry's every once in a while. Okay, I've never um, been to Barry's, but uh, yeah, we have a home gym and or running. I've been running a lot. Okay, that's but so if true. You had to give like one piece of advice, like looking back on your twenties, something that you wish you knew when you were our age. What do you have to say? Like as a, as a whole, or like to guys and girls specifically. Mm, I think I don't know. I think whatever you want. I think for guys, I would okay, say <laughs> like the, my best advice is like don't play games. Just be confident and transparent, and and I feel like things will work out for you. Love that. You know, like if you walk up to a girl and they're like, "I think you're really pretty. Like, can I buy you a drink? My name is Todd." Like, they're not going to be upset with that. You don't need 100%. to play this whole like. You know, I'm with you. Like yeah, I agree games. with that. Thank you so much for saying that to the men. We hate the games. It's, yes. I mean, it's just it's dumb. And also, like if they are interested back, you know, there's no need to play games. They're, they're going to be pretty open to it. Like life is too short to like be playing to be messing around. Yeah, but that's also what a lot of girls say to play games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> girls really? say to play games. Yeah, you like say, they yeah. say things like that, but then the actions are very different. Yeah, I think that. Um, before I was, I don't know, a couple, I, I used to say on the podcast, I wanted somebody who like didn't really like me back, gave me a run for my money and like a little bit of the chase. I do enjoy a little bit of a chase. Or maybe you haven't found someone you like enough. Perhaps. That you don't want to chase. That too. Yeah. I would say that's, I mean, that's the other thing is like for everyone, like I said this, like I was literally the guy, I told my mom this, and I think she was sad. I was like, I don't think I'll ever find a girl that, that. I like enough to even consider getting married. Like, you know, you always get annoyed by people and like, I don't think it's going to happen, you know? And I didn't really have serious girlfriends in college and, you know, it was just, you know, I just never really liked anybody that much. But then when I met Katie, like everything changed and there was nothing else I wanted more than to be with her the rest of my life. And I knew that instantly. And you always think the grass is greener till like you meet that person and you just know, like you just know, like, you can't imagine like not being with that person. Yeah. It almost becomes yeah. this assumption of like, I would never trade that for anything. And obviously there's always t- temptations and, and you know, it, it, it's not about that. It's just about the idea of you guys, you know, having each other's backs and being like ride or die. Life you know? partners. Yeah. I love that. It's uh, you'll know, like, you yeah. don't don't stress. And if, if you're stressing about it, you don't know yet. So that, I would say that that'd be my piece of advice. I think that's a really good point. Or like if that. you're not being the person that you should be in the relationship, it's like then they probably aren't the right one. But it's like if you're choosing, right? Like yeah. if you're choosing to do something else and like, then they're probably not the one. Like I think everything will fall into place. Yeah. It's like a, you know, everything will like fall into tale. place. It's a fairy tale. And when you force it, you shouldn't have to force that. Yeah. That's right. the one thing. It shouldn't take a ton of work. It, yeah. it should be the thing it that you're excited easy. about. Definitely. It, it should is be easy. easy. There was nothing easier. There's nothing easier than that. You know, there's, there's hard times, but the idea of being together forever was the easiest decision I could Holding ever Holding hands forever. Oh my God. Todd. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> yeah. A married man's advice. A married man's advice. Thank well, you, yeah. Mr. 35 year old. 10 years, almost now. Eight, eight and a half. But yeah, that's oh, a success. And we're coming to the 10 year anniversary Definitely. party. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a rager. Our wedding was a it's, it was it was a rager. Dude, that's going to be a really fun time. Oh God, so and we're going over to the sauna and cold, um, plunge. cold plunge party. All right, you guys. Well, you'll have to check out Todd's brand, Dream Recovery. Yes. Yes. And go follow him on Instagram and follow the brand. And thank you so much for coming on Love You Bye Pod. Thank you, thank guys. You. It was awesome. We just always make our, li- our guests say, Love You Bye, though. Love You Bye. Love You Bye. Love You Bye. Love you bye. Love you bye.